I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I have a tuner. I'm in your face. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a podcast all about everyone's uh, second favorite movie from 2001, where Paul Walker encounters a crazy trucker, The Fast and the Furious. My name is Stone, and as always, the pride of Riverton, Wyoming himself, Guard. <laughs> the pride of... If we ever do get famous, we've doxed the hell out of ourselves, man. Oh, too, too, a lot. A whole bunch. But, you know, there's a lot of people in <laughs> Riverton. <laughs> well, shout out, Riverton. Uh, feel no shame. I'm proud of where I came from. Born and raised in the boondocks. Uh, copyright infringement as well. We're in a lot of trouble, Stone. Guard, do you want to ask me what everyone's first favorite movie from 2001 where Paul Walker encounters a crazy truck driver is? I do. You really threw me for a loop on the uh, Riverton <laughs> thing, but I did. I was curious how um, you're gonna tie that back in. Joyride. Everyone's first favorite is Joyride. Have you seen it, Guard? No, I haven't. I, I don't know, know why, but existed. I was I was thinking of Joyride today. It's where uh, Paul Walker and friends um, play a funny joke on a on a truck driver uh, through a <laughs> radio, and they pretend to be a girl uh, called Candy Cane. But then he like murders someone or something, and then he comes back for revenge. No, haven't seen that. Oh, one? I haven't seen that one. But oh. Stone, that makes for a great segue. <laughs> I had um, I had Joyride on the brain today. I don't know why. Well, speaking of physical violence, um, I <laughs> promised a fan to read a threat to you. To me? To you? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're off to a weird and wild start, man. Yeah. Uh, Jay said, Jay DM'd me, uh, direct messaged me for those who aren't hip to the slang. <laughs> uh, my mom uh, will requesting, appreciate that. Yes. Requesting me to tell you, I quote, tell Stone that if he don't follow me back, I'm going to RKO him into a pit of Legos. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I'll have to do that. That's, uh, that's fair. Fair on his so part. Jay promise fulfilled. <laughs> um well i'll do that one and two okay. um i'll let the listeners know that this is a podcast where each week two good friends come together and we talk about five minutes of the fast and the furious this week consecutive minutes yeah not not random minutes consecutive this week it's a consecutive minute 85 to 90 because we're on a episode 18 um guard we get a little action we get the conclusion of the action that we started last week. It's a pretty decent episode. Not a ton happens, but there are some bombshells. A and, lot uh, of emotional stakes, though, I will say. A lot of emotional stakes, and I'm excited to talk about it with you today. I am, too. However, Stone, first, um, I have two more things I need to discuss with you, and I know you're uh, chomping at the bit to tell us about your true passion in life. Yes, I am. Um, but you go first. I'll save mine for a second. <laughs> Excellent. Well, first off, um, as always, we must pay the bills. Always have to. Um, they don't pay themselves. They don't. They get paid by uh, our sponsors. And this week is brought to you by brochures. <laughs> Want a piece of folded paper that's weirdly thick? Want something you know in your heart is trash, but you can't bring yourself to throw it away for six weeks at a time for some reason? 
Try reading brochures. Um, when I was little guard, I would I I would take brochures straight to the vein in a hotel and just grab all of them I could find. Oh, there's <laughs> seven on mini golf. I think I might need to read all this. It's, it's good reading for like a seven year old in a hotel. That's a smart move. Um, Stone, could you uh, ask me to do a favor for you? Guard, could you please uh, do a quick favor for me? Brochure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that's the end of the podcast this week. Thanks for listening. Okay. Fucking hell. Okay. Uh, Next thing up on the docket... That's that was tough, man. But the, the next thing we'll up on the it. docket, uh, we have an email from Steve. I'd like to address. Uh, he knows the proper use. He Steve has a command of the English language uh, that's above average, I would say. So he does know that harpoonai isn't multiple harpoons, but he wishes they were. And I thought that was fun. I thought I'd share that. <laughs> Thanks for the email, guys. Hey, email us. Um, we read them. All read- of them. Every single one. Every I, single one. We've discussed it all, if not almost all of them. Yeah, we have. So If uh, we if haven't discussed your email, you probably sent it to one of the wrong email addresses we sent through the entirety of the podcast. Sorry about that. That's an oopsie on our part. We're uh, striving to be better each day. Our email is thefast5pod at gmail.com, number five. Thefast5pod at gmail.com. Correct. Uh, Follow our socials. Great. Follow our socials. We 82 Instagram stuff. followers. Dude, hell yeah, brother. That's that's pretty big. Not bad. Not bad. Um, guard, Over 1,500 that, streams. Is that all you have off the top? Yes. Um, I wanted to come in with a little bit of a uh, update on me and my Formula One fandom. Please. The Hungarian Grand Prix was this weekend. Oops-a-daisy, I had my alarm set for a 7 a.m. race. It was a 6 a.m. race. Oh, no. Uh, Woke up a little late, but there was a big old crash on the first corner of the first lap, so I only missed about 12 laps total. So Okay, but you it sounds like you did also miss the enormous crash. I did miss the enormous crash. I came into the race, and six cars were already completely out. I was so confused. It was bizarro, regardless. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, good race, uh, other than that opening start, which ruined, you know, six people's drive, but whatever. Good race the rest of the way, rest of the way through, and um, after I finished it, I was sitting there on my phone, ESPN switched over to, like, Sports Center or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was giving me the updates from sports of days past. The Olympics, I would guess. It was a lot of Olympics and baseball, mm-hmm. and as I was watching those, I just couldn't help but think, how fucking dumb all these sports are. Oh, oh! You can run with your little Uh-oh. legs. You can run with your little legs fast around a circle. Who cares? Boring. Oh, you can swim. I can swim. Not impressed. <laughs> oh, oh! Look at you play baseball. You're throwing a ball around like a like a little baby. Boring. That's when I realized that Formula One is the most bang for your buck sport, and um, I'm gonna stand by that forever. I think, guard. An extremely controversial take. I um, am going to go out on an extremely sturdy (laughs) limb, like the main branch of the tree. This is so sturdy, and say I disagree. 
Guard, I just want to uh, let me let me explain myself to you a little. Okay, can, yeah. The Olympics are great. Oh, the world's coming together. It's the peak of human performance. Mm-hmm. But I can the imagine on the earth. Yeah, exactly. They are. But mm-hmm. I can imagine myself running around a track. Hell, I have. Um, I see people playing badminton. I've played badminton before, but I can't even fathom going 200 miles an hour around a racetrack. And if I'm going to dedicate any of my precious time to sports, which are adults playing games, I'm going to choose the most insane one, and that's Formula One. Stone, let me quickly play devil's advocate, and then we'll move on before we lose our entire audience. (laughs) Uh... I've driven a car. You have. Now your argument is you've you don't like track because you've ran around a track, but not as fast as the Olympians. I've driven a car, but not as fast as the Formula One guys. Yeah, but you know, running's running. Driving at a hundred miles <laughs> okay. an hour. You is heard crazy. it here first, everyone. Running's running. Imagine going a hundred <laughs> miles an hour. Now do that at two times speed. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say half of the Fast Five Pod official stance is F1 is the best sport. And the all these, other half All these disagrees. athletes are out here. Oh, I have a heartwarming story where I came up and through determination, I got to this port in like professional sports. Dumb, the F1 guys boring. say, oh, I have a rich dad. Millionaires. I want to see a bunch of millionaires drive million dollar cars in circles until they crash. That's what I'm here for. Oh, boy. Well, uh, you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> I'm so sorry for Stone's take. Uh, he loves F1. I won't I apologize do. for oh, uh, also, him in general, though, because I, I like him. So go off, I guess. Stone. Side note, fucking three of the stars from the Cubs got traded away in 24 hours. Broke my heart. Well, uh, fuck the Cubs is what I have to say about that. Okay, well... It's pretty fucked up of you to say. Uh, you got me riled up about the <laughs> Olympics. Thing. I know. I to, I'm being an asshole. I, I had to sports stick it are, to you somehow. Sports are fun. I just. Another thing about F1, this is my last F1 thing, I'll get the fuck off it, mm-hmm. is caring about sports is so much work. One baseball game, there are 18 players on the field between two teams. That's too much to care about. There's a mm-hmm. hundred plus games a year in for baseball and this is coming from a baseball fan that's too much dude <laughs> baseball does have too many games i will formula one uh, all you have to you care there. about is 10 teams two drivers a piece 20 people total one race every few weeks maybe two hours and that's it it's so easy to care about it because there's not too much like there is with every other sport so if you okay. are someone that does not like sports because you think they're overwhelming, try F1. Okay, we can get on to the movie. I'll stop yes, talking about great. F1. Uh, we stop, will timestamp where to start listening <laughs> to this episode on Twitter. So welcome back, everyone that fast-forwarded till now in the podcast. Um, and shall we talk about the Fast Five? Minutes that we saw. Uh, I would love to, Guard. How did this five minutes start, or how did it end? You got me riled up about this. Sport. I know. I knew I this would. Five, I knew I this would. This five minutes started uh, with. Um, I, I'm going through my notes. I, <laughs> I had to get past gotcha. Jay's threat, Steve's email. Dude, I got This you episode riled up. starts with Letty surviving. Spoiler. It does. 
Um, <laughs> it's the first second of the episode. I know. And it ends with Brian standing in a field as a helicopter takes off. <laughs> That's true. How do we get there? You're about to find out. <laughs> You're about to find out. So come along on this journey. Um, so yeah, this five minutes starts right where we left off. Uh, Leon pulls up to Letty's uh, mangled Honda Civic that is on its roof. For anyone that has forgotten, uh, Letty has taken a 16-spin tumble into the weeds on the side of the road, she having gets, just she's, gone through a horrific crash. Yeah, she's got plowed off the road by a big rig trucker, and she is now in a car that it's on its roof, and Leon shows up and is fucking useless. <laughs> Leon drags her out of the car. Uh, yes, everyone, I do say AG words uh, in a strange way. Don't <laughs> at me. At Stone about it. Oh, uh, at me about how you say <laughs> drags. Leon drags. He drags Lydia. a bag. Drags her with his out leg. of the vehicle. Uh, she's alive, barely. His uh, he he responds to this by saying, "We got to get the fuck out of here." She's like spitting teeth out of her fucking mouth. He is he is so unconcerned with her well being. It's insane. He runs yeah. up to the car, and what he says are, "This is all him saying it without a single response from Letty." Are you okay? Come on, girl. You all right? Come on. Let me look at you. Come on. We gotta go. That happens in four seconds. She never responds. He never yeah. sees if she's injured, which she He has no idea be. if she's okay. And then he just drags her along, doesn't know if she has a broken bone, a concussion. A, a broken neck. A broken neck. Just drags her from the car. Uh, yeah, he's he, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. A good sign someone's not okay is if you ask them four times if they're okay and they don't respond. And to they you. don't say a single word. That's a really good sign they're not okay. Yeah, also the fact that she just rolled her car several times is a hint that she might have something wrong with her. But um, luckily, it looks like she's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, she limps back to her car with what I presume are several broken bones. Uh, and then next thing we know, uh, Brian's back on the case. Brian's back on the case. He comes screaming down the road in the orange Supra. I'll um, just say this, by the way, speaking of. Brian is looking for Honda Civics, right? Correct. And he doesn't really have a plan besides find Honda Civics. So he <laughs> finds two of them. He sees one pulled over on the highway, one in a horrific crash on the side of the highway, and says, fuck those guys, I'm going <laughs> further. I'm going to go as fast as I can past these two. Uh, and then... Borderline put them in more danger, quite frankly. You're absolutely right. I didn't think about that. And you make a good point, guard, because then he's pulling up on a truck, a semi-truck, and mm -hmm. the third Honda Civic. Dom's in the third Honda Civic, and it gets shot in the engine, which causes and it to— And by the way, we see before the engine shot, the tire is blown. Yeah, yeah. Or, so he's it's in like sparking at least. How the fuck is he going 80 miles an hour? No clue. But then his Honda Civic drops back because it gets shot in the engine, and Brian continues to blow past the third Honda Civic. He knows there's three, and he goes all the way past him. Does he knows he there's know? three total cars. Does he have a sixth speed. sense that yeah, he knows he, Vince is on the truck? You can't see Vince 
Exactly, dude. You can't see Vince on the truck. Dude, that's a good point. He, I didn't even think he's of that. found all three cars, and he just <laughs> continues going to the the semi. Like dude. the epitome of of stupid riding. It doesn't dude, make any sense for him to throws continue a on. hell mary and things. But what if someone is I don't know stuck on the semi truck? Maybe that's where I need to be. Lashed to the side of the door, getting shot at for some. Well, reason. lucky for us and for Vince, he was correct. Um, yeah. He, really throws, he throws the top off the Supra, goes flying in the wind, yells at Mia very uh, aggressively, by the way, to grab the wheel, and then makes a, a spectacular leap from Supra to semi-truck. That's correct. Uh, before we say, I just want to bring up one more thing, a, a nitpick well, I have. Please do. <laughs> nitpick as much as you want there, brother. It's kind of the premise of our show, I suppose. <laughs> That was actually a working title called The Nitpickers. <laughs> um, uh, but we didn't think people would get it because I yeah, didn't, exactly, barely got it. Exactly. Um, Vince is on the side of the truck. His legs are dangling close to the street. Correct. The semi-driver puts up the shotgun to the door like three or four feet above where Vince's leg is, shoots it horizontally out in a per no, a parallel line to the street. And it somehow makes a 90-degree angle into Vince's fucking leg. Yeah, he gets shot in the leg at some point, but we don't... It's It doesn't... It, do, it shot, doesn't look I like he does. I watched it probably 15 times. The shot clearly comes from the complete opposite direction. I mean, when they're making the movie, it's obviously like a little pack that they exploded on his leg. There's no physical way for have for him to have gotten shot where he did. Yeah, it, I was it's trying. It's just bad to, movie making. Yeah, he. We know later in the scene he got shot in the leg. Why not show him like <laughs> the well thought out him getting shot in the leg, not just like random yeah, bullets or like and point then... the shotgun down a little bit. Do one extra take when you see that the, the guy pointed the shotgun at somewhere that couldn't hit the guy. Cut. Do one more take and point the gun the right direction. Um, yeah, that would make sense, but that's for sure not what they did. <laughs> Interesting, uh, to say the least. Anyway, if I ever become a famous director... Which I'm hoping you do. As am I. I'm going to get <laughs> lamb lambasted by everyone. They're going to say, you nitpicking son of a bitch. I know this. <laughs> I, you were on this podcast... Six months ago, <laughs> you're gonna be you're making a movie six months from now. Wow! Look out, gonna, audience. We're gonna have to permanently delete um, all of this if I ever become a famous. No, star. no, no. Okay. If anyone's listening, oops, oops, a Daisy. I've um, probably learned movie making's hard at this point in the future. Sorry. <laughs> I imagine it is, but it's it's real fun to pretend like it isn't and just nitpick the shit out of it. It is. Anyway. Uh, let's get up to Brian's brilliant fucking idea. Well, he... What, what's, his, what's his brilliant idea? His brilliant idea, as you were describing earlier, is he has Mia take over the driving, and his brilliant oh, yeah. idea is to jump onto the semi. Oh, yeah, he makes a great leap. Um, he's over there. He uns gets him out. Then they make a brilliant leap back. you to have the, the movie file pulled up, Stone? I am. I'm watching it right now. Can you go to 106 for me, please? One... Oh, six. I'm there. I'm there. It brother. should be a man that looks not really that <laughs> similar to Brian standing on top of a car. 
you're absolutely right it's it's too close up of a shot for it to be a completely different person that guy is like balding dude dude his hairline is flying back why would they use someone like why wouldn't they put a wig on this guy man like dude why he's blonde but he's like so he looks so unsimilar to brian his face is facing the camera you can see 100 percent. it is for sure not him he looks wildly different than brian does yeah man and it's like a second of movie like it was enough i wasn't like slow-moing this scene I, i like caught this in real time that i was like who the fuck was that guy yeah, for sure not not uh, our titular hero, but um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, stunt. Insurance for him to be standing on the car was way too high, so they had to pull in the stunt guy. So they got Craig to stand on top of the stunt <laughs> car. I mean, listeners, this guy has half of a head full of hair, and it's much longer than Brian's. Yeah, very much a different guy. We'll uh, post <laughs> we'll post Brian's look alike <laughs> on our socials. <laughs> perfect anyway we we get a scene of the guy reloading a shotgun which he's had to reload um i counted he should he had 11 shots guard Mm -hmm. so this is he's had six reloads in all this time (laughs) because it's a double Mm -hmm. barreled shotgun so um yeah you're right about that last time they get (laughs) they get vince back on brian jumps back he's holding on to the roof of the car and they go off the road and uh there's no way brian would have held on for that but no whatever. they go off the road so just to summarize for everyone brian blows past these uh all the honda civics he secretly knows vince is on the car he pulls he like throws him onto his car oh are you if if anyone's wondering how they're throwing him through the roof uh at, when he pulls up to the truck brian th- like punches his roof off the car. Yeah, it's like a like a T-top roof that he just throws in the wind because he's got friends to save. Yes, it's an incredible maneuver. Family um, is more important than the roof of his car, which good priorities there, Brian. Indeed. So Brian saves Vince by basically just doing what Dom was doing except now the movie thinks it's a good time for him to be saved. So he jumps onto the truck um, his hand is like no longer tied up in the wires for some reason. Or like Brian fixes it very easily. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Yeah, I guess so. When it needs um, to be unstuck, it becomes unstuck. Correct. It's like a metal wire, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Brian throws him into the back of his car that Mia is now driving at breakneck pace down the highway. Uh, Brian gets shot at with a shotgun point blank range and somehow the guy misses yeah this guy's an Uh, awful shot he's not good at all uh not shout out to that truck driver he's a terrible terrible shot brian then jumps in the car as well he's he's holding on with both hands what how fast do you think they're going like 75 miles an hour i was thinking about that probably around that because i bet that semi is about maxing out 75 80 miles an hour um Yeah, and then the Supra goes off the road and, like, kind of skids out into the ditch. Uh, the scene where it goes into the ditch, it looks like it's going about mm, 35 miles an hour. <laughs> if that, honestly. I mean, they stop in, like, 10 feet. Yeah, yeah. It does not look and, like and a 70-mile-an-hour car going off the road. No, it doesn't. And, Stone, you mentioned that Brian wouldn't have been able to hold on. 
I think his arms would have been ripped from his body if he <laughs> was able to maintain grip during that abrupt of a stop. There is one person in this movie that has arms big enough to hold on to that. <laughs> and it's not IRL, Brian. and it's for sure not Brian. It's uh, Dominic. Jesse. Oh, Dominic, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, so after uh, yeah. they go off the road... Um, survive. Everyone survives. Everyone the whole survives. And then Dom and... Leon and Letty pull up in the Supra and it goes back to Brian, Mia, Vince. And for whatever reason, Vince is dying, apparently. He's bleeding Vince out. He's been a, shot. A bad he's way. A, he's in a very bad way. But in all Catastrophic of this commotion, really. um, they decided to take Vince, I don't know, a good 20, 30 feet away from the car they were just in, yes, into the middle dude. of a field? I'm so glad you noticed that as well. They, like, further away from the street, from the road. Like, they had to have carried <laughs> him like, out there. He yes, got like shot in the leg. feet further away from the car. Why they didn't just get him right outside of the car, or maybe, <laughs> I don't know, leave him in the car. I don't now, know. Here's the reason... Him. I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal the reason I just realized they took him out so far. Because the director of the movie knew that a helicopter is landing later. Absolutely. Uh, uh, would have they have done that IRL? Definitely not. No, I mean, just the scene of them and Vince is like holding on to dear life, and for whatever reason they are. It's comical. So far away from where they started. Um, they're Especially literally like thirty feet away, in just in a field. Yeah, and then we and they get... have, they've like fireman carried him out there for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> Brian and Mia got him way away from the car because uh, Supras are bad for gunshot wounds. Everyone knows of that. Course. Of um, course. Dom rolls up. Brian says, "Gosh darn it! You know what? If he doesn't get an ambulance in ten minutes, he's dead. We're gonna yes. lose our friend Vince." Brian is an expert in the medical community. <laughs> he <laughs> He's is. been trained for this moment, I guess. And uh, uh, and then we get a scene where I think um, we get to see the furious that uh, the title promises. Yes, yeah, some we of get to see, best acting. We get to see Dom silently become enraged, and it is the fucking funniest scene. It's <laughs> he so could not funny. be more upset, dude. Couldn't be more upset. He is acting like to upset 100% levels it's crazy hold on tell him why he's upset yeah okay so brian he says we only got 10 minutes to save vince's life he needs an ambulance so brian to save the life of vince pulls out his cell phone gives a ring and says hey it's officer o'brien here we need a helicopter right in front of dom and it's just a scene of Brian talking on the phone, getting help for Vince. Back so to Dom, not saying a word, probably. looking mad. And then back to Brian. And then back to Dom, just getting more fucking furious. Slowly steaming. gaining height. He's he's <laughs> rising through the frame somehow. And he is trying as hard as he can to not just rip Brian's head from his shoulders. His entire uh, body is shaking. Dude, he's like, you can see the anger in every muscle of his muscly body. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and it's like 25 to 35 real-time seconds in movie of just cutting back and forth. 
between Brian saying just fucking gibberish into the phone, like, we've got a trauma blood force, blood spine infusion fracture. <laughs> and then we cut back and Dom's like, <sighs> like he literally isn't making a sound. I can't express what he's doing besides it's- saying he's rising through the frame, just getting progressively more furious. It's the best word for it. It's like a Goku going Super Saiyan. He's like getting to another level. That's of a angry. great yes. <laughs> that that's a perfect description. It looks if exactly Dom had like hair, the Dragon Ball Z guys. Spiked up and turned gold in that instance, but he, he doesn't. He literally, so. <laughs> if you can picture a Super Saiyan without the flames or the hair or anything about them changing, that's what Dom's doing. He's just shaking violently. It's very funny. It's it's comical. It's <laughs> it's okay acting by Vin Diesel, but it's just the way the whole scene is set up. It's like you can't help but giggle at this it. This is the big moment. It's the big moment. He doesn't you fu- say a this word. This is what the whole movie has been building up to, and there's zero dialogue. Um, also, uh, Brian says that they're at Highway 86, mile marker 147, and I'm embarrassed to say I spent much too long in a google street view trying to find that exact spot and uh could not find it so that's gotta be a movie location well highway 86 i actually i mean that's a real california highway and it's near where they said they were at it's like on the um west side of the salton sea guard have you heard of the salton sea uh only in tales um okay well it's a lake that in like i think the 70s was going to be the new oasis of the California desert. And then it turned and became rancid and all the fish died. And they built like... Time out. What? Seas can become rancid? So it's not a sea. I want to say... Okay, don't quote me on any of this because this is from memory. But it was like... we're off the record, everyone. It was like overflow from like irrigation that made like a little lake out in the California desert, like south of Joshua Tree. And they're like, oh, shit, we got a new lake out here. So people started developing it and putting, like, um, resorts and homes on the edges of it. For a couple years, it was sick, and everyone wanted to live there. And then all the minerals from farming ran into it and, like, killed all the fish. Probably, like, fertilizer. Yeah, it killed all the fish, and now it's, like, this gross, stinky... awful body of water that's just surrounded by a bunch of ghost towns okay well i'm weirdly interested in that so oh dude go watch if if you like weird documentaries about weird things go google the salt and sea and fall down that hole i Um, do and i'll take your advice i know i want it when we went to joshua tree i really wanted to go because there's like a bunch of ghost towns that you can just like cruise through around it but we didn't have time well, that's a damn shame. Highway 86 runs next to it. So uh, here's the, this is some fun. Some fun. Uh, highway facts. Highway facts and body of water facts coming at you from Stone. Wow. A great new bit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I to talk more about man made <laughs> bodies of water on this podcast. Well, I legitimately enjoyed it. I'm going to go check that out later oh, on. So It's great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> back to. back. We'll give you another timestamp. I got carried away on the Salton Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Brian but, uh, calls in a chopper. A chopper gets there, and the chopper takes away our friend Vince. Um, which, by hopefully. the way, what a terrifying situation for the helicopter driver or pilot. Uh, 
hey, I'm with four criminals. One's really <laughs> upset that I just that he just learned that I was a cop. Could you come pick one of the criminals up, please? One of them's pretty mad, uh, but the one of them like, is no in problem. fact dying. <laughs> yeah, the p- pilot's like, no problem. You've got like a bunch of other cops there, right? Like you told them where you were. Uh, no, no, no. fuck no, you. Just it's me. just you. Good luck. Yeah. Um, where, lucky... speaking, where are the other police officers in this situation? Uh, Brian, Brian's a no, shitty cop. Can I just say that? He's a, a hugely shitty cop. We know that. Doug knows that. The audience knows that. <laughs> shitty cop. Shitty cop. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's official. No, dude, he's not. Again, he is our hero, and he is, like, not but a not criminal. not for how good he is at his job. But he's not good at being a cop. He's not good at racing. Uh, he's good at picking up ladies. And he's oh, good yeah. at looking pretty. And that's about looks it good. as of now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, uh, we load up this helicopter. The The pilot is, I assume, terrified. Uh, you know, he's he's out of his mind. <laughs> uh, we get a great little bit of tension because Mia is a little torn on who to go with here. Do I go with my love or my family? Yeah, she's trying to decide family over... So first of all, by the way, Dom didn't beat the hell out of uh, Brian because family. He has to save his boy. He made the right decision despite his anger. He did. Mia chooses family as well. He She does. And um, from uh, Dom's temper that he showed off, I think he's showing a lot of restraint for not punching Brian right in his fucking shitty cop face. I agree. Um, I will also say Sergeant Tanner is going to be furious when he uh, discovers the cost of a life flight. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I thought this was the weirdest thing. This is another uh, helicopter side tangent. <laughs> My job offered me life flight insurance. <laughs> Weird. Isn't it? It was like that a supplemental insurance to like cover part of the cost in case I needed to take a helicopter in an emergency i'm like that is so weirdly specific <laughs> it almost makes you wonder what they're up to <laughs> yeah man like you better watch your watch your watch your back yeah dude. man i didn't know if it was like a ponzi scheme or if like people in this area get life lighted a lot i don't know man quite it, often it freaked me out um i didn't get it so <laughs> when stone gets a life flight it's uh, yeah. all coming out of my pocket Good call. Um, yeah, I, think I so will too. say the cost of a life flight is about forty thousand dollars. Holy absolute fuck! Out of pocket. I mean, like you're fucked if you have if you get life flight because your normal insurance. I don't think most. I'm not an insurance expert. I don't think most of them cover the flight because why it's would like, it? <laughs> yeah, because we live in America. We're gonna go down a rabbit hole here with if Stone and I are your hosts, uh, we're not gonna cover that part, but forty grand if you need a life flight. It's too much. That's crazy. That's Vince on is gonna top be... of so think about the I mean, so Vince is paying forty grand out of pocket <laughs> just for the transportation to the hospital. That's on top of it if you need a life flight, you're in a serious, terrible medical emergency. Yeah, and there's no way that um, the crew offers health insurance. <laughs> I don't think Vince, if I had to guess, has any health insurance. You don't. You don't think now, I that will say, Toretto's convenience store offers a great, <laughs> comprehensive health plan? No, I don't. Huh, but they have got away with several heists already, so maybe he has enough to cover it anyway. I fucking hope so, dude. <laughs> 
they had they enough have, money they, to retire in Mexico before what, today. But to, again, they didn't have enough money to retire to Mexico. They almost had enough money to retire <laughs> to Mexico. Speaking of them not retiring to Mexico, um, <laughs> they just get away with it. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. So how this ends is Brian is left in a field as the helicopter leaves. Uh-huh. Um, Dom, Letty, Mia, and Leon hop back in the one running Honda Civic and get the fuck out of there. And um, we get one Vince last Vince is left shot. with the fall, apparently. Yeah, Vince is in a helicopter going to get some medical treatment, hopefully. And um, then we get one last shot. And presumably shot. going to prison after that. <laughs> it should be, at least. Um, uh-huh. And then we get one last shot of Brian driving into la as the sun's setting in his super oh no it's rising it's the morning <laughs> yeah forgot what time of the day it was um guard we driving all night long that is what happened in this five minutes what happens next i want to hear your guard predictions dude i've been wrong with every single prediction <laughs> i think in this movie so far because they always like the problem i have with this movie is they don't address a lot of stuff like it just moves on yeah things happen and then we go to the next scene and it's like it's like it's already resolved or it's like a few days later or something and i'm just wondering like i'm just left there like what the fuck happened okay i guess i'm on to the next thing but so i need a prediction guard come on the audience is wondering what's what's running through your mind how does this hope i'm gonna do a hopeful prediction vince dies on the way to the hospital (laughs) (laughs) brutal (laughs) He fucking sucks, man. He does suck. He does suck. So hopefully he uh, becomes deceased soon. Uh, (laughs) That will free up uh, Vin Diesel to get away with things scot-free. He won't feel obligated to pay for his bills or go claim him or anything uh, if he (laughs) dies. Dom will be so sad that he realizes friendship is more important than anything, and he'll forgive Brian. Okay. And what happens and then to Jesse? Brian and Dom will make love. Dude, I wish. And uh, Jesse? Jesse, I expect to never see him again. He's still running. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I don't think he ever is in the rest of this movie or another Fast and Furious movie. All right, hot um, predictions. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I think we have two more episodes, dog. We're getting I close. I think so too. Yeah, I'm really pumped. Um, this has been a journey, I'll tell you what. Oh my gosh, dude. It's, oh, has it. <laughs> oh, has I mean, it. I mean, if you guys want a way to watch a movie, this isn't it. If you want a way to not ever watch a movie, yeah. I will say, Stone, I've had a lot of fun. I've also had a lot of fun. Um, Grown our friendship through the course <laughs> of the filming, or the recording, so. Yeah, it really There's has. There's that. There's that. Um, but that is the end of this five minutes and this episode guard do you have any other stuff you would like to talk about yeah i do have some other stuff um i'm gonna have another irl other stuff i'm a big uh sauce guy as some of our listeners may know already heard it it here first guard (laughs) big sauce guy big time into sauces uh i made two different sauces last night for me and my beautiful girlfriend courtney that were delectable sauces. I made a, as you know, the other day I made a uh, beef stock uh, uh, from scratch. I didn't know. I we talked about bones. we talked about your beef bone stock. 
I boiled bones for nine hours straight. <laughs> you did. I then took that liquid. There was other stuff in the pot, to be clear. I took that liquid. I added red wine. I added uh, some other ingredient. I can't remember <laughs> right now. I simmered that down into demi-glace and put that over a steak. I made a honey butter cream sauce for salmon. A delicious meal. It sounds really good. Um, I also enjoy a good sauce every now and again. Um, guard, you have a plate of chicken nuggets in front yes. of you, and you're only allowed one sauce. What is it? This answer's easy because it's uh, the sauce I'd choose for almost any protein if I was only given one sauce to choose. Uh, doubly easy with chicken. It's Cane's dipping sauce every time. Oh, that's a good choice. That's a that's someone. A if cut. anyone comes at me with Chick Fil A sauce, fuck you. Whoa, Chick Fil A sauce is delicious. Okay, <laughs> don't misconstrue what I'm about to say. It is delicious. Cane's dipping sauce wins every time. All right. Okay. Spoken yeah, from. No, I agree. A sauce guy. I agree. Um, I'm a okay, big excellent. honey mustard boy myself. I like honey mustard. I like all sauces. I don't. I also like all sauces. sauces. One of my favorite snacks is uh, make a plate of tater tots and then mm-hmm. get an entire nether plate and put every yeah. sauce I have in my Like an artist palette of sauces. And, and just paint a beautiful picture of tots and sauce. I so love good. doing Yeah, I agree. I love doing that as well. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stone, what's your other stuff this week? Um, I watched two movies. Okay. One of which I know you watch as well. I suspect I have as well, yep. Um, I went to the theater and watched The Green Knight and it was awesome. It was good. I absolutely loved it. I'm going to chef's kiss it. No, I loved it. It's the first time I've been back to the theaters for a movie that I'm, like, legit pumped about, and it didn't disappoint. I had a great time. My morning was actually waking up to watch the F1 race and then going to that movie at 10 a.m., so... (laughs) It was, like, a fun day. Dude, I had a very uh, busy morning, and then I took a nap afterwards. Nice. It was a lovely Sunday. Um, I also watched the movie Rush... I think it came out in uh, 2013. The one where the bus can't go a certain speed? Uh, no, that is... Okay, never mind. That is Speed? With speed, Keanu Reeves, you're sure, thinking sure. Okay, yeah. No, Rush is a... Uh, it's a movie about Formula One. <laughs> oh my god, dude. But uh, it has... Um, it's Chris Hemsworth and uh, Daniel Bruhl, who plays uh, Zemo in the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. It has those two as, like, rival Formula One drivers. It's a true story, rival Formula One drivers from the, uh, like, 70s, mid-70s. Mm-hmm. And holy fuck, one, good movie. I, I quite enjoyed it. But uh, two, if you think, like, Formula One's, like, pretty crazy now, which it is, you know, people going way too fast in really expensive cars, it mm. was fucking insane in the 70s and 80s. About a driver would die a year bonkers shit <laughs> now that sounds like something i would watch dude it was you had to be certified and i can watch a crazy person live on tv uh, yeah sure yeah. murders right in don't yeah. forget <laughs> like one or two a year it was crazy but a good movie would recommend okay great i'm gonna go out on another really sturdy branch and say uh the fast five podcast is uh pro a24 by the way oh yeah big time uh, big time for the uninitiated they make movies. Uh, they made Sir Gawain, Sir Gawain, however you say it. They said it all the different ways in the movie. Uh, they make awesome movies. 
Yeah. No, they really do. Um, I really want to go see Zola because that's out right now, and that's an A24 movie. I agree. I would see almost anything they made. Uh, they have some shitty movies, too, to be clear. Oh, yeah, they do. They Sometimes First they miss. First Cow is dog shit. <laughs> Spring really Breakers was. is fucking dog shit. It really was. But, uh, but you know. Besides not, those not, two, watch a ton of A24. Not uh, every movie is going to be a winner, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, Stone, uh, I think that's all the time we have. Would you agree? I think that is all the time that we possibly have. <laughs> well, as always, lock your doors tonight. Wait, is that a threat? Yes. <laughs> Weird.